Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swam, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO at Finn, and I am joined. I don't think we've had you on the podcast before, but I've definitely talked with you a bunch. The no. Senior Community Manager at Scalepad, Andrea. Andrea, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Super, super excited to be on the podcast. I'm, I'm a part of the, the elite squad now. The elite squad, yes. The, <laughs> uh, the chosen few. That the have, chosen that have, ones. The chosen ones, for sure. Um. <laughs> So today we're talking about the network effect, driving engagement with your partners. But before we do that, can you just explain a little bit about yourself, maybe your history in the MSP community uh, and what you do, what you do on a daily basis? What is a senior community manager? <laughs> well, that could be taken many ways, but uh, I've, uh, yeah, so hi, everyone. I'm Andrea uh, Ayala. I um, now I'm the senior community manager at Scalepad, and we just launched uh, a new community platform um, in this past December, uh, which allows for our partners to submit new product ideas and engage with each other and and be more informed um, in non in a non sales way to so kind of help each other out. Um, been in the channel now, the MSP industry for close to nine, a little over nine years now. Um, started out at Datto, just like from the ground up, and learned a lot and took. We had very great mentors who um, just helped me um, learn a little bit more about this space and what it means. And here I am today. <laughs> so that's a fast, quick version of uh, how I got here. So what does a senior community manager do? Other than you can't say manage the community platform. Nah, that I won't you just, say that. that you just <laughs> a question within a question. Um, so at Scalepad, uh, my role is new and our and our team is new. Um, I work for Luis uh, Geraldo, um, who is very well known in the, the industry as well. But we, we've broken out kind of away from a channel-specific uh, role to uh, a team that is looking to drive innovation, but also engagement with our partners. So beyond just, you know, how can we bring on new partners? How can we sell them and have them learn about what Scalepad does? But how can we bring value to our current partners and keep them uh, engaged with uh, Scalepad and, and all the new things that we've got going on? Um, you know, Scalepad has grown a lot within the past at least two years, um, just from you know a rebrand, and then also uh, having new uh, products and services added to the portfolio. So there's a lot going on, and um, sometimes that gets missed a lot. And so just keeping our partners more informed, um, and then also you know bringing some fun to it. I think there's uh, there's missed opportunities out there to engage and have fun with some of the MSPs that are. Uh, in the channel, and it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. And so I think that just bringing a little bit of a fun element to it, going beyond just a a business transaction, I think. Yeah, there are a lot of people that I guess technically are clients that you just end up being friends with. And then there are a lot of friends that end up being clients, but they weren't your client to begin with, uh, which is, uh, I don't know, some would say weird, but Others would say incre- like an incredible opportunity to m- meet people and spend time with folks you actually enjoy spending yeah. your time with. Yeah. And um, I think there's a little level of trust there that, you know, you go to a spot um, and you go to a company and 
these MSPs who you've known from other companies, they follow you there and they trust that, you know, you're at a good spot and they, they listen to you. And so that's also um, uh, kind of great, too, is to continue to have and build on relationships that you've created. Yeah. One of the, I guess, most interesting parts of the MSP community as a whole is how I want to say I want to use the words how connected it is, how much people talk, how much MSPs ask for other MSPs advice, how much they ask for other vendors advice. Um, and so I, I'm mentioning this as a, some would consider that a benefit, others would not, but that is the definition of the network effect, right? What, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, what is the network effect in, in your mind? How, how do you apply it to a community? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I was really excited to talk about this because um, it could mean a, a bunch of different things, but it's specifically, you know, like how how engaged your your partners are, your clients are with your uh, with your product, with your service, um, it increases your value of your business. And so, if they're more willing to participate in um, the community, or they're you know you, you're growing um, your partner base, and they're um, continuing to show up every day into your platform and use it to its best capabilities, um, your value of your company will only grow. And so, um, I think one of the one of the things that a lot of companies struggle with is keeping your your users, your your clients, your partners, um, keeping them engaged in your your platform and your and using your services to the best of your abilities. So there's you know customer success folks that manage that. There's channel reps who who travel out on the road and get like feedback, but. Um, it's really, it, I think it really boils down to like a user experience from from point A to point B of your customers come into your platform or they're, you know, just engaging with you from a, um, a client perspective from the beginning uh, point where you're trying to sell them to how are you now continuing to uh, keep them. And uh, that that whole journey is, is one that um, I think gets missed a lot of, okay, you have them. Now, how do you keep them? How do we not make them churn? Yeah. Like, uh, as I'm told by most enterprise sales folk, when you sell an enterprise, it's like, that's the value of the agreement. But with MSPs, given the varying nature of the types of clients they serve, how many small businesses, how many medium-sized businesses, expansion opportunities, deals that they've just won. It's like, you not only have this, like, amount, uh, this agreement with them, but then there's all of this other opportunity to expand into the rest of their client base. Uh, and if you have, in my experience, it really gets just, just down, down to like, if the employees at that MSP like you and they'll pick up your phone call because <laughs> you're not trying to like beat them over the head with a new sale every single time. You're genuinely invested in their success and trying to help them get something done. It's like you'll end up having an incredibly easy time um, working with the rest of their client base that you may not have been initially aware of. Yeah, and and they know you to be somebody who is um, of good, uh, of, of a trusting nature, of like a, coming from a um, hey, I'm trying to help you nature, and not like oh, you should also you know you should buy this or you should buy that. Like it's not a sales thing. It's a hey, how are you doing? Hey, how is your business? How can I help? I think um, yeah. you know the people that that run the organization are the people that speak to clients every day, those are the most important assets because they uh, are the ones who can make or break a deal and can keep customers um, on your platform. And I think Scalepad does a really great job at highlighting that and letting their their clients and uh, their partners know that 
um, our people are one of our greatest assets. And and I feel like you, FinSecurity does as well too. I think your people are fantastic and you hire because you, you know that they're that they're good humans and that they'll go out and represent your company to the best of their ability. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We, um, I, I was on a podcast, somebody else's podcast, where I talked about our hiring practices and how they're not really standard. Um, <laughs> and it all, all gets down to, I've, I've been at conferences, I've been in meetings, whatever. I've met people where it's like, I don't know if I trust that if nobody else were in this room, you'd be, you'd be representing the type of person I want at Finn or should be at Finn. And then there are other times where it's like you are the exact person that I want working here. So it's like it always cuts in both directions. And what I tell everyone when I see them at conferences is like you never know who your next uh, employment opportunity is coming from, who your next boss is going to be, who your next coworker is going to be. You got to be very, you know, have fun and be yourself and be true and authentic to who you are. But, you know, make sure you're representing yourself in the way you'd actually like to be represented. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think I've had the opportunity just from being in the space and working with vendors to meet other uh, owners of businesses and and like yourself. And you really just never know. Um, uh, But it it could be forced and it could be authentic, the conversations that you have sometimes. And you can always feel that like as I can personally always feel when someone's really being authentically uh, themselves and having a conversation with me as uh, a person and not a, you know, another vendor, another client, another, per- you know, they're, they're really trying to have a conversation with me. They're invested. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what are some of the challenges? So, you know, all of the opportunity that comes with the network effect is basically, hey, if you're generally a good company filled with good people trying to do good things, people will recommend that You'll have people reach out to you. You'll have people buy from you. I was talking with Kyle Spooner um, a few episodes ago, and he told stories of how he recommends his MSP friends go look at vendors that he doesn't even work with. Like he said, I just know they're good people, and if you're talking about X product, you should also include them in your, uh, you know, in your search for what what you're where you're going. But mm-hmm. what are some of the challenges of the network effect? Yeah, so I. Two can come to mind right now. I think when we were building the community platform, uh, a lot of uh, our staff and and some others were like, "Well, what if they say something bad about us? What if you know other partners see that?" And that's the challenge with Reddit, right? Is um, oh, there's there's no faces to names. It's just people on Reddit being trolls. Um, and but sometimes saying the truth, right? There's there's things that sometimes you need to fix um, that maybe someone doesn't feel comfortable announcing out loud with their, with their face. Right. So um, that's, uh, that's always a challenge is, is you, you can get negative feedback and that might sway someone, but I look at negative feedback and, and uh, you know, it not just being negative feedback, but someone's opinion as um, there's always truth in it and that it's better to own up to something um, where you may have misstepped or you may have made a wrong decision and say, no, I, I made this wrong decision. Like this is or our company made this wrong decision and we're trying to fix it. And here's how we're fixing it, bringing solutions to a problem rather than uh, trying to hide that stuff. Because the more you hide it, the the worse it's going to be for you, right? Um, I mean, you can see, we've seen that uh, many times over in this industry, and it never turns out right. Um, and so that that could be a huge challenge. Um, but also, as you grow and you you get more partners 
I think sometimes you can lose sight of what the vision is and, and what they want. And you think, okay, I need to hit X, Y, and Z's targets and this, you know, new product or new, you know, release that we're going to do is going to really make and move the mark. When in actuality, like your partners don't care about that. They don't want that. Um, and so creating kind of like a feedback module for your partners is super important. So that way, you know, <laughs> this is what they want. This is what they're paying us for. Um, and, and that's important. I, I've definitely seen a lot of companies get, um, I guess, lambasted unfairly. I'm trying to think of a better word than that. Criticize, <laughs> like criticize. No, uh, I like lambasted. I like lambasted. <laughs> um, and like uh, you mentioned Reddit, you know, when you have a lot of uh, nameless faces, it can definitely turn into just this whirlpool of everyone heaping on a single vendor. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, I've seen examples of vendors who something like you had mentioned, there was valid criticism. And then they publicly owned it. Yeah, we actually suck at this. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Here is what we're going to do to fix it. Can you reach out to this email or this phone number? And can you say that, hey, I'm the person on Reddit and you're going to help us change this. And I've seen that turn into almost like a marketing opportunity for that vendor where it's like everyone's like, oh, if this is how they react to criticism, fair criticism, I want to give them all the opportunity that I can because I really value vendors that'll do that. Um, I, I hear a lot from MSPs about uh, if they're if there are vendors that they it's basically do they feel like they're getting listened to? A lot of MSPs uh, feel like they play second fiddle to enterprise interests that vendors may have. And if as if you can go incredibly far to prove that's not the case, if you have MSP like your if your product's MSP focused, if you show up at the events and you talk with these people, you don't need to go to all of them. Just be there and and be friends. If you engage in the communities. If you have these partner councils where you where you legitimately bring your ideas and ask what their concerns are, it goes a really long way. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of vendors have these partner advisory councils, um, and and it's and I I feel like the the individuals who are on those councils they feel honored to be on it, right? But it's one thing to be on a council; it's another to um, to give feedback and also feel like you ha- your your time is spent valuably. Um, so. I think uh, we we often as vendors struggle to to bring the value. Like, what do they want to see? What do they want to um, uh, see in our next product release? And that's why when we were building um, the community at Scalepad, the uh, the ideas module of like creating a, a public place where someone can go and say, "Hey, I want X, Y, and Z feature," and other. Uh, community members, other Skillpad partners could go in and say, yeah, actually we need that and upvote it. And then they could see in real time, like from a new idea submitted to um, getting it added to our product roadmap, like what does that look like? And that's um, super important. Uh, so to feel value and feel like you belong um, and that you should be with a company. Absolutely. If there's anyone who wants to continue this conversation with you or with Scalepad, how would you suggest they reach out? Uh, so we have a uh, community at scalepad.com uh, email address that you can totally reach out to. You can also uh, look for me on LinkedIn um, and message me there. I'm, I'm more than willing to keep having a conversation about this or about other stuff. I um, have a, a wide variety of of, <laughs> of of likes and opinions um, that sometimes I keep to myself, but sometimes I don't. So, 
Awesome. For those of you who are watching or listening, we'll have links to all that in the show notes so you can connect with Andrea or you can connect with uh, Scalepad community and see what it's all about. Um, is there any last words of advice to, to an MSP or to a vendor listening who wants to figure out what this community thing's all about? Yeah, I think it's it starts with uh, uh, being uh, being authentic and um, wanting to do it for the right reasons, not just you know putting up something and and hoping that it sticks. Um, it's it's creating uh, an engaged community for your partners, um, and that's what and your clients, and that's what it's mostly all about. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for joining me today. It was a blast having you. Thank you so much. Anytime. For those of you listening, uh, we'll see you on the next episode, but thank you for joining in on this one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.